From the Los Angeles Times, this is Coronavirus in California, stories from the front lines. I'm Gustavo Arellano. It's Wednesday, April 22nd. Today, from the very beginning of the coronavirus outbreak, we knew long-term care facilities like nursing homes and assisted living communities could be hit hard, and they have. Thousands of cases have been traced to such places in California alone. Family members of people living in such homes are now asking why, if we knew this was coming, we didn't do more to stop it. Donna Barnett's 90-year-old father lives in Drake Terrace, an assisted living facility in San Rafael up in Marin County. He's been under quarantine since late March because coronavirus has spread there. It's already claimed the life of one resident at the facility. Blue Shield of California would like to take this moment to thank the mothers, fathers, sisters, brothers, daughters, sons, friends, and heroes on the front line. This fight is tough, but so are you. And we're grateful for your courage and your dedication to keeping us all safe and healthy. Thank you. Donna, how's your father currently right now? Um, My dad is doing pretty well, considering he's been quarantined for three or four weeks now. Which, of course, as a family, we're glad that in the assisted living facility, he's in his own apartment with his wife. But it's taken a toll on his health and his spiritual well-being because they were very much used to being with their friends, sharing meals, going to Tai Chi, having entertainment, and now they're stuck in the room with the television. In addition, I just got word yesterday that his part-time caregiver doesn't want to come back because there is coronavirus spread. I guess spread is considered when three people have it in the facility. Have you been able to talk to your father while he's been in quarantine? Oh, definitely. I talk to my dad every day. Yeah, I did FaceTime with my father today. My dad's Parkinson's has, it seems to have progressed more since he's been isolated. He doesn't talk much. I did wash my hair and put on a little makeup, which I haven't been doing in quarantine. And he he got out the words that you look pretty, and that made me happy. Um, And that was about it. So, And his caregiver tells me he's eating considerably less, so that's a concern. And that goes back to the difficulty of being 90 years old in quarantine. In the United States, the first big case of coronavirus also happened at an assisted living facility up in Washington. When news of that happened back in around February, were you concerned that it was eventually going to come to where your father was li- is living? Absolutely, I was concerned. And I'm still concerned because the lesson of the nursing home in Washington State was that they tested, I believe, 70 six out of 82 residents, and 23 tested positive. 13 out of 23 had no symptoms, but they were positive for coronavirus, and 10 did have symptoms. So that proved, and it's on the CDC website, that spread is happening in assisted living and nursing facilities with asymptomatic residents and staff. And unfortunately, a huge unfortunately, we don't have enough tests. And I've been on the phone trying to get through to Marin County Public Health, talking to staff at Drake's Terrace, where my father lives. I called the local congressman in San Rafael, 
where my dad lives, to get their help. And I'm not 100% clear on why everybody isn't being tested, all residents and and staff um, where my father resides. I have the sense that they don't have enough tests to go around. Not even up in Marin County. Isn't that something? Marin County is a wealthy county in California. My father worked till he was 84, paid taxes, you know, and they can't get the tests unless they're showing symptoms. And so I was notified regarding my dad's situation. I was notified on March 27th that the first coronavirus case happened at his facility and that person was at the hospital. Um, So that was March 27th. And as of today, uh, what I've been told and what I'm aware of is only 7% of, of about 225 people that live and work at Drake's Terrace have been tested. So is it a failure of not enough testing? I think that's a good part of it. Is it a failure of uh, no protocols in place because this happened so fast and no one was prepared? That's part of it. Is it poor communication? I think that's a lot going on in our country. What have Marin County officials told you when you asked them, hey, where's all the testing? What's going on? I'll be honest, I don't feel like I ever got a straight answer, and I don't want to be misquoted. I I feel that they're scrambling up there. That's my take, that they're trying to figure things out. I I talked to uh, one of the senior staff at the parent company for Drake's Terrace who told me that he was practically begging Kaiser and Marin County Public Health to get testing for everyone. And my take on the whole thing was that they didn't have enough tests. And if that's true, how is it in Los Angeles, our mayor is prioritizing, and rightly so, the most vulnerable population that any city or rural area has is the elderly and those who take care of the elderly. And as I mentioned, my dad, in addition to the staff at Drake's Terrace, which they have been fantastic. He's lived there about six years. They've they've always been fantastic. And I'm grateful that my father lives there. He gets very good attention. But nobody was, in my opinion, really prepared for this. So now his part-time caregiver Um, gave notice because she doesn't want to be in a place where there's no testing and she doesn't know if the next person delivering food to my dad's room might have something going on, you know, Um, could be asymptomatic. They do test people for symptoms. So my concern is the asymptomatic people, and that is the lesson of Washington State. This LA Times podcast is presented by Blue Shield of California. The fight is tough, but so are you. Thank you, Frontline. This advertiser has no influence over editorial decisions or content. (music) 
Donna, what has your dad told you? Obviously, he's been in quarantine. I'm assuming he's talking via FaceTime or via phone to his friends in the facilities. How's the mood there at his facility with the other people there right now under quarantine? Well, my father has Parkinson's. Um, he doesn't talk much. It's affected his vocal cords. And since this happened, being in quarantine, his voice has become much weaker. And um, it's upsetting. He's he's not eating as well. Uh, he's falling more often. Falling and loss of balance is part of Parkinson's. So he's not talking to friends. I get a few words out of him if I'm lucky when I call him daily. But the mood, I would say, over there is mixed. I've spoken to some staff that are really, in my estimation, behaving in a heroic way because, look, they're going to work where two days ago there were seven people that had tested positive. And maybe some of these people, like the staff that tested positive, were no longer going to work. But just knowing that that had happened and wondering, well, who were they near? Could somebody be asymptomatic? I keep going back to that word because of what I'm aware of in Washington State. I mean, the lesson is we need everyone tested. And the reason my dad's caregiver gave notice is, you know, she's a young woman. She has children. She has a mother. and. You know, she told me that until everybody's tested and we know for sure who has and who doesn't have, she just doesn't feel comfortable. Now, she and everybody, I want to say, wears a mask, wears gloves. You know, they're doing a lot of things right at Drake's Terrace. And I don't want to point fingers. I I wouldn't even know where to start. But there is not enough testing. So 28% of people who have died of COVID-19 in L.A. County lived in an institutional setting like a nursing home. These places are obviously at a huge risk. What what do you think the government or these places should do to mitigate those risk factors besides testing, of course? Quarantining, um, which is happening at these nursing homes, making sure people stay in their room. That's all good. Cleaning everything, that's great. But if it's true that somebody can talk And the molecules, if they have coronavirus, can go into your system and maybe, you know, your body takes it differently than the person giving it to you. I mean, that's a real problem. So the absolute key is testing. Are there any recourses for family members like yourself who your loved ones or assisted living facilities are in quarantine right now during coronavirus? In other words, are you contacting other people across the country or even California who are in a similar situation such as your family? I don't know anybody else in my situation. I called a few adult children I had known, but their parents had died a while ago. So I really am isolated in this. Yeah. Any idea when you'll be able to see your father again in person? When there's a vaccine? I don't know. How does that make you feel? That it, it, it might be, it, I mean, they're saying a vaccine might take a year to 18 months. That's like at least a year. That's, that's a while away. I have to tell you, probably like you and everybody we know, every single day is so chocked full of, well, how am I going to open that doorknob? Uh, how am I going <laughs> to, I mean, such basic things, right? Like, how am I going to get groceries? So when you ask how I feel about when will I see my dad, I 
I'm taking things literally a minute at a time, learning as I go and talking to whoever wants to listen. And based on my limited understanding, testing is number one. We reached out to Drake Terrace for comment. A spokesperson emailed to say they're aware widespread testing at Donna's father's assisted living facility is needed, and they're trying to buy tests. Right now, the question of who gets tested and who doesn't is at the discretion of the doctors overseeing the care of residents and staff. Drake Terrace also shared updated case numbers with us. Of the seven coronavirus cases at the facility, one resident died, four residents have it, and three workers and residents who tested positive for the coronavirus have recovered. I also got an update from Donna. She says her father's caretaker came back to work yesterday, so she'll be able to FaceTime with her dad again. That's it for today's episode of Coronavirus in California, Stories from the Front Lines. Thanks for listening. Do you have a story you want to share with us? Call our hotline at 213-986-5652 and leave us a message. That's 213-986-5652 or email me, gustavo.arellano at latimes.com. This podcast was hosted by me, Gustavo Arellano. Our producers are Paige Heimson and Stan Lee. Our senior producer is Rena Palta and our executive producer is Abby Fentra Swanson. Our engineer is Mike Keflin and our original music was composed by Andrew Eben. If you like our podcast, subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple. Special gracias to Julia Turner, Shelby Grad, Hector Becerra, and Clint Schaff. For the latest coronavirus stories by my LA Times colleagues, including an up-to-the-minute tracker of cases across California, don't forget to visit our website. Right now, access to facts has never been more important, and the LA Times is in the business of reporting them. Stay connected and subscribe, because your subscription supports the production of podcasts like this one and our award-winning journalism. Visit latimes.com slash support LA Times to subscribe. Stay safe and see you tomorrow.